In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. It's remarkable how the readings during this first month of Lent correspond vividly to the current global situation with the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic. The prophecies of Isaiah, Genesis, and the warnings and wisdom of Proverbs all speak of death and destruction as the result of sin, whereas life and blessings are a result of following God's law and commandments. According to the Orthodox Christian teaching, there is a correlation in how the sins of the world and the intentional rejection of God's laws become the root cause of illness and suffering in the world. It plays out both within the spiritual and physical life of the individual, yet also in nature and the environment as well. The reason this occurs is because we are intrinsically connected to our environment, being made of the earth itself. Any aberration within ourselves, spiritually or physically, affects everything around us as well. For example, the more we have an insatiable desire for materialistic things, the more we can become greedy and selfish, the more we desire after money to keep up such a lifestyle, the more our society increases production and manufacturing to meet the demand, the more we deplete the natural resources in order to do so, the more it causes pollution, and the more it all comes back to affect us physically, for example, through all the toxins in the air and water. Sometimes illness caused by scourges, plagues, and viruses, etc., is referred to in the scriptures as the, quote, chastisement or punishment of God. It is meant to correct us and lead us to repentance. As the reading from Proverbs states, He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. The fathers of the church also speak about the need to live simply, to love and care for creation, to have remembrance of death, so that we do not become complacent in our spiritual life, but remain vigilant and struggle to be prepared for the moment we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account for the good and evil we have done in our lives. Yet there is also a noticeable tension between trusting in the love and compassion of our God and accepting this chastisement from Him as something for our own good. In the reading from Isaiah, we see that God does not allow scoffers to continue forever. Who are these scoffers? They are those who knowingly and intentionally violate God's law and commandments and attack His people and His church. They are those who use technology and the materials of the earth to create their own world where they rule as gods who will live forever. They reject God and feel no need for Him because they consider themselves, quote, advanced and progressive and enlightened. This is what we see in the reading of Genesis and the building of the Tower of Babel. Because they chose to reject God and His law and desire to no longer be united to Him, the consequence was that they became divided among themselves when God confused their language. In other words, if we are not united with God, 
we will be divided between ourselves. This spirit of division is evident everywhere where union with God through worship is absent and adherence to his law is forgotten or rejected. This spirit of division can be found within a family, marriages, society, and between entire countries. One needs only to look at the many conflicts and wars that have devastated millions of people in the past and continue to destroy the world today. This spirit of division is even reflected in how we treat the environment and the animals. There is no vision for unity, balance, and harmony, but only insatiable consumption at unsustainable levels. All of this is a consequence of the first division that occurred when Adam and Eve fell away from God. They broke communion with Him, and the immediate results were a breaking of trust and love and communion between one another as well. This is evident in how Adam immediately blames God for giving him Eve, and how Eve blames the serpent. The only solution is to struggle for union. Communion, or co-union, is therefore so critical for our very survival, both physically and spiritually. This is why our local church is meant to be a place where this communion with God and with each other takes place, specifically through the Holy Eucharist. As one of the prayers of the Liturgy of St. Basil states, after the consecration of the Holy Gifts, where the priest calls upon God to make the bread and wine into the Holy Body and Blood of Jesus Christ, saying, quote, And unite us all to one another, who become partakers of the one bread and the cup in the communion of the one Holy Spirit. Without Christ, not only will the world remain divided, but we as individuals will remain divided with others, with ourselves, and with God. When we begin to live not only for ourselves, but for God and for the other, then there will be balance and harmony and unity. But this can only happen through repentance and commitment to obeying God's law. Only when we worship the true God in spirit and truth will we become truly human. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.